It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. Y'all know what time it is, To The Max Sports. Why aren't we in the bar? Oh, I guess it's too early. Yeah. So, guys, uh, stick around to the end of the show. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to make it entertaining and fulfilling for you. But if you stick around, we're going to do sports trivia. We'll do the honor system. If you beat us or get all the questions right, uh, you get a cookie. Put something in the co- in the comment section, and Bob will send you out a cookie, a chocolate chip cookie. No, no, no I'm, I'm not going to send him a cookie. Just go to your cupboard and get a cookie. <laughs> there you go. You cheapskate you. <laughs> Well, you said it was the honor system. So, guys, uh, I was watching it real time Monday night. Uh, saw the replay. I think Mixon looked back and was like, he knew right away, your guy, your sports fantasy guy. But, man, I'll tell you what, I was just, I wasn't on my knees, but I, I was praying hard for the kid, man. Because when they said, uh, and I think the league, we'll talk about this, the league looked terrible. I don't think so. I do. I do not. Okay. I'm kind of in between because when it happened, like you said, uh, initial is everybody is, uh, we've been doing this for how many years you go back in the NFL and everybody's so just uh, tuned to, Hey, let's move forward. Let's keep going. But when they realized when he fell that there was, this was something different. That's when everybody was a little more paused and a little more of the shock started coming in. But yeah, yeah because when the commercials lasted more than two minutes and two seconds, and I didn't know what was going on because I did see him fall. Other than that, then everything else was covered. Until yeah, and 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 by and by rights, it it should have been. The, the, there was a lot of stuff that that has come out in the last couple of days about kind of that thought process for the NFL, and I'll and I'll push back on you, Drew. Okay. Uh, one, one they they couldn't have done anything. They didn't. They, they couldn't have done anything else. And they couldn't have done anything faster. Here's the reason why. He was on the field for t- uh, 10, minutes, t- 10, 15 minutes yeah. before they drove the ambulance off. Right. They could not cancel the game before that ambulance left the facility and got on the road. If they call that game, even if they call it on social media, people start streaming out of that stadium and get in the way of that ambulance. The biggest factor in and survival in that type of incident is quick, quick defibrillation, get the heart started, get the oxygen going, get to a trauma facility. And the NFL, my hat's off to the NFL. You, you want to talk about instant response? The medical staffing. Oh. I mean, they, they had medical awesome. professionals for every Every conceivable little specialty on there, they had an intubation specialist, yeah. a cardiac specialist, right there in an ambulance ready to go. No, I agree. But here's where I'll push back a little bit on you. Uh, one, a few things that, that went down, may not be league-related, but we'll talk about it. First of all, the minute the guy receives CPR, I think at that point, telling you, you guys got five minutes to warm up, when you saw the looks on their faces, when you're watching your teammate on the ground getting CPR, the game's over. No, It's over at that point, no matter what you do. To your point, it does make sense now that keep the fans in the stands, and they did. Even after they had called the game, they waited 
on the PA for like another 10 minutes. But another thing that, that bothered me and they could have handled it right was uh, when they're talking to the coaches, usher them into a private room. You've got one of the league officials with a phone. So it just made it look really confusing and bad, like the league's almost like a replay where everyone knows what the outcome's going to be, but the guy's under the hood for 20 minutes. You know, it's like he's out of bounds. Well, why are we still looking at this? Replay? Yeah, but I again, I'm, I'm going to give a little bit of grace to the NFL that if they had thought about this, if, if they had ever considered in one of their league meetings, what happens if a player expires on the field of play? How do we handle this? Oh, we, you know, we're going to have a procedure. We're going to have the coaches in a private, private room with, uh, with the woman who's in direct contact with the front office. They were making this stuff. They were making that stuff up as they went along. Right. I mean, there's no procedure for Zach Taylor to walk across the field and go to, you know, go to his counterpart McDermott and go, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I think the league will probably come out, definitely come out with some kind of policy moving forward. You know, thank God the kid's all right. They said he's off of the um, he's, uh, breathing apparatus. The, he's The tube is gone. He's talking. Communicating he's with his teammates. I don't think they need a policy. L- l- let me ask you two questions. Okay. Last time a player has expired on the field of play. 49ers in the Detroit Lions. Nope. That was in the that was in the locker room. On the field of play. On the field of play. Oh, okay. Maybe um, never. 71. 71. Last time an NFL game has been canceled and declared a no contest? Was it when the assassination? 1935. 1935, okay. Oh, wow. So so these are these are kind of the it's uncharted water. It's uncharted waters. But the one thing that wasn't uncharted was their medical response. Can that I touch? Can I touch on that, Bob? Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up, and this kind of goes in the segue. Um, when he's talking about uncharted waters, the last time that this happened for me, when I saw this, um, and I was reading about it because I like to follow high school football as well in college, very much so. Uh, do you guys remember Nader back in 2006 for Westlake, the lineman who uh, actually had the same thing on the field? Uh, and he had to be revived and started going into cardiac arrest on the field. Mm-hmm. And they were playing college station and he's down on the field. This is happening. And one of the gentlemen gets up and he says, you know what? Uh, I, heart doctor, everybody kind of move out of the way. Let me do my job. Let me save this young man's life. And the first thing he asked for was a uh, defibrillator. Does anyone have one? But uh, they were fortunate enough then uh, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. So, because of the uh, p- part of the school district they were in, they could afford that. So they did have one, yeah. and he ministered it and saved Nader's life. I, Nader got a scholarship to UT. Matt Brown honored it. The guy never played for UT. But after he graduated, got his degree, now he's in the medical cells, and guess what he sells? Defibrillators? Yes. But you know who that uh, doctor was that saved his life? Justin Tucker. It was his dad that was on the on the on the in the stadium oh, wow. in, the, in the stands. Yeah. But with all that sure. being said, what did we learn from that back in high school in two thousand six? Now every single event business organization. Business, I think yeah, thank I you, think Drew. Where you work has a yeah, everyone everyone has one. A volleyball, soccer, any kind of event yeah. like a, a show or anything, right. they have to have one because and, of that. And they learn from that. Yeah, and that's the and that's the 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 evolving science around 
heart stuff. I mean, I remember when I got my, you know, my advanced first aid and my CPR way, 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 way back in the day, it was CPR, CPR, and, and some of the compressions and breaths were changing. But it was the idea that you can save somebody's life with CPR. And the reality is actually you can't. I mean, in certain circumstances, you can, but it's not the CPR that saves the life. It's the defibrillator. It's what gets the heart back in rhythm. Yes. CPR, all you're doing is making sure oxygenated open blood airway. is going open to the brain and you, have a, and you have an open airway. That's what CPR does. Yeah. My, I, I wonder if this changes down into other sports. I mean, I mean, we're all speculating. We don't know what this is. Everyone's calling, you know, everyone's, you know, diagnosing this as commotio cordis, which is the sudden blunt force trauma to the chest at a specific point in the heart cycle. That's what I've heard. 20 to 30 of these things occur in other sports every year. And 20 to 30 of these kids, people die because you're talking about, you know, it's almost like a perfect storm where the hearts at a certain electrical impulse and then their sudden impact. So, so, so you're at a baseball practice, you're on the back 40, you're not even in your, on your field and you're playing around and somebody hits a, has hits a stinger and it hits the pitcher in the stardom and the, and the pitcher goes down immediately. Mm-hmm. Is that pitcher going to live? Probably not. Timing's everything here. Yeah. Timing's everything. And, 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 and that's what happened on care, Monday. I mean, um, one of the things you mentioned is the kid had his dad in the stands. And I was so thankful that his mom was at that game. Because I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm 58. And when I'm in a medical crisis, I got, you know who I want by my side? I want mommy, man, because I just think that was, you know, thank God the mom was there and could be with her son in the ambulance because can you imagine she'd been watching the game, you know, a thousand miles away in California somewhere. And then just to be there with her kid, I mean, that that was just so uplifting to me. And I know, I know it had to be uplifting to that young man, knowing that his mom's by his side, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it changed a lot. A lot of people are viewing this as, you know, things happen for a reason, and there's there's a different perspective now. I mean, you can you can talk to anybody, and you're reading all this information, social media, all over ESPN, Fox, all these networks, and there's a different process now how we're handling sports. So, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, it won't be a nine eleven moment where it's all forgotten in twenty years. But you know, you could see a lot of the humility. I don't know if you watch the show live. You know, Booger McFarland. Oh yeah, those guys were they were. They were visibly upset, you know, and, and actually I, I, it was disturbing, man. And I was like, please, please, I, I want this, I want this kid to survive. Uh, another good thing that's come out of this, he had started a, you know, if you hear a story, he was an inner city kid. I think he had, he's had relatives that have lost their lives to gun violence. So he grew up in a really rough environment, but he started a charity back in 2020. His goal was to raise $2,500, a kid's toy drive for Christmas. Mm -hmm. This was three years ago. Uh, The last I heard that is up to $6.5 million. Yeah, I mean, that's the American love language. And, you know, a percentage of that, a lot of it was everybody was doing all these fantasy football leagues, and the majority of the leagues donated all their money towards it. That's awesome. That's class. Yeah, real classy. So, yeah, and, you know, and back to – Back to back to my actually applauding the NFL, which I typically don't do. They actually came out. There is a proposal on the boards right now that they're voting on today about how to handle the competitive inequities that this is going to cause. 
and Max didn't turn his phone off. Sorry. Yeah. So, so for those of people that attend church or houses of worship and the pastor or clergy tells you to tar- turn your phone off, Max didn't. That's Jerry Jones letting him know real time whether <laughs> Dak's going to start. That is Jerry Jones. He says he's only going to play uh, Pollard for what one series he can get his 13 yards. <laughs> Which and, and and we'll get to that, but but if they do that, they're idiots. He's <laughs> being so <can> paid. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, so, Jerry. So they're so they're doing some something interesting. If the Ravens beat the Bengals this weekend, yes, the proposal that. is that they're going to do a coin flip to determine who's home home team for the first wild card playoff. And depending on how the teams make it into the AFC Championship, the AFC Championship may be played at a neutral site. And this is great because that's been all the speculations. What do they do with this game? How do they how do they reschedule this game? How do they play this game? How do they keep yeah. it fair for everybody? And this is. I mean, this is like Solomon splitting the baby for me. This is awesome. Well, you know what they could do also? Because I know you can't say, if the game had gone into the quarter, I might just said whoever's on top wins. But why don't they do something like the most, who scored the most points against their division rivals this year has the advantage? I I just hate the neutral site where a fan, a Cincinnati Bengals fan's got to go to Atlanta to watch... Watch the Bengals lose by one point. Well, well, here's the thing. You get that one? If any fan who's who's a little mad about having to travel to a neutral site or any fan is mad that we lost the coin flip and we're not hosting, uh, hosting the wild card, I'm basically going to say, fuck off. You, <laughs> you get to go visit DeMar Hamlin in hospital and see what this is really about. You got to exactly. realize I'm from Ohio. We find a way to lose coin flips, 14-point uh, leads, Super Bowls. Well, <laughs> so. well, well. Here for you and your Bengals fan. If you don't want to be at the mercy of a coin flip, beat the Ravens because the Ravens aren't. I mean, Lamar Jackson's not playing. Yeah. So, can you beat the Ravens with Ravens with Huntley playing? Well, we should be. Yeah, you know, should. I'm or, uh, yeah, I mean, but on the neutral side, have they mentioned what that site's going to be? And I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to make a joke here. Uh, depending on when that is, maybe the Cowboy Stadium will be available. <laughs> I would now that okay. Now I'm on board. I live in Texas. Okay, After right? Neutral site in Houston or, or Houston, which is, which or is Houston, which is the only way the Texas hosts a conference championship. Behave, Bob. Behave, Bob. Where's your drum roll, Bob? Yeah, I know where it is. Where is it? Oh and I'm doing the math. In my, I'm doing the math in my head, and I'm thinking to myself. Oh my God, we might have a playoff game here extended. But yeah, I'm nervous about the playoffs. Speaking so, of math in the head, there's some uh, teams that who would have ever thought still have a fighting chance? Green Bay? Well, Aaron Rodgers did. Would we ever have thought? Narcissistic. <laughs> jerk you know what? I, nope. I'm going to nope. come to his nope. defense and no, you guys can bash him. <laughs> no, let me not. tell you the Aaron Rodgers story. Okay. I, no, his, his family hates him, doesn't talk to but him. Let me tell about you the, the story. <laughs> Go ahead. Came out of high school, did really well. I think he was six foot at the time. Started out as a freshman, 5'11", 5'3". Um, had a great year. No Division One team picked up Aaron Rodgers. None. Uh, his coach got him a tryout with Illinois where they said he could be a walk-on. And he said, you know what? Forget that. I'm going to a community college. Went to a community college for one year, lit it up. A scout for Cal was in the fans to watch another kid tied in there and saw Aaron Rodgers like, we, we got to sign this kid. So he went to Cal, lit it up. You can't knock his football credentials. The guy has won Super Bowls, MVPs. He's 
Having no, said that, no, I, I don't knock his football credentials at <laughs> all. I knock the human. Yeah, that, that's what that's what the tag is with him. It's 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 his, uh, uh, his inability to be able to make construct relationships that really are meaningful for other people with him. He's hard to get along with, and that's what he's been tagged with. And it's unfortunate, but I mean, just like in the NFL, that's why he dropped so far in the draft. But again, are we paying these players to be, you know, altar boys, uh, best men at weddings? Are we paying them to be angels and saints? Or are we paying them to throw touchdowns? Yeah, well, he, um, you know, who, uh, who, who got picked ahead of him? Uh, he, Alex uh, Smith. I, I think you would love him. He grew up a, a monster 49ers fan. Oh, the 49ers. 49ers had the first round draft pick that year, had a chance to get Rodgers and took Al Smith. So. No, I, I've i loved Rodgers uh, for the majority of his career until he started going crazy in the head. Would you have taken, would you have been happy if Rodgers was your quarterback for the last 13 Oh, yeah, years? he would. Oh yeah, because yeah. they, they would have they would have at least two more Super Bowls. I mean, I'll 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 stomach the crazy. I mean, there, there are several quarterbacks that I wouldn't want on my team, no matter how good they are. Aaron Rodgers is not on that list. Brady, I'm coming around to the goat. Brady playing for the 49ers next year is the only logical destination for Tom Brady. Yeah, I still say Miami or there, Tampa Bay. There, <laughs> Tampa, I think he's not, neither of those teams is is a Super Bowl contender. Even even adding Tom Brady to it, the Raiders, the Raiders, no, Raiders Miami are. Miami is a nope, okay. nope. Wow, you nope. heard it. You heard it here. Comment sections. Nope. <laughs> so so, listen. so so a little bit closer to home. So are you sitting uh, Pollard, Elliott, Prescott, CD, Ty? No, because you only have forty eight guys you can play, um, and without kind of screwing up the other players because if you put one guy in that's a second or third string and this guy is starting on, on the other opposite side, you don't want to strain that. But what you what you want to do is follow the game. And if they get ahead, I don't know, 17-3 going in the third quarter, yeah. Uh, you that's usually when they're in trouble. <laughs> I know, but that's when you would do it. Other than that, man, you got to be careful because it, they don't have a bye week unless – some miracle happens in, in, in Philly, um, and they lose. And if they do get a bye week, then determine it that way and say, you know what, now that we have a bye, let, let's kind of control this a little bit, rest these guys. I don't know if it has to be a miracle in Philadelphia. I mean, J- Jalen Hurts isn't a – it's not a slam dunk that he's playing. And if I'm the Eagles, I actually don't play him. It, if if I am the Eagles, I sit Jalen Hurts down. Did you guys watch the last game of the Eagles on their defense? I mean, they are a solid defense, but there's some – there, there, there's a little there that I think you can uh, run on him a little bit yeah, more than people the, think. Yeah. The the problem is, is actually that game means more to the Eagles than it does to the Giants. It means absolutely nothing to the Giants. The Giants have already their seat is their seat is locked in. Their playoff berth is locked in. They don't do anything whether did, they win or lose. It doesn't matter. Did they have a winning season or did they finish five hundred? Uh, nine six and one. So they'll be nine seven and one if they lose. Do you like pizza? Uh, yeah, your point. We can do two oh, things. Just pizza. We can do two things. <laughs> I can get you a slice of pizza, or I can wear a New York Giants hat all podcast. That's okay. I like my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy for Bob. Okay. <laughs> Trying to get out my pizza. Bag. So yeah, and then yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping. Hurts sits. The Eagles don't come out with anything emotionally and and this game gets away from them and the giants for some stupid reason win this game 
even though I don't think they shouldn't play anybody. And my 49ers beat the Cardinals, and we get the number one seed. Well, we can all agree the jigsaw puzzle starts fitting together here this this weekend. Yeah. Speaking of which, you want to do our 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 um, Saturday? Yeah. Um, uh, we're we're going to bet the Saturday games and the Monday games. The Saturday and the Sunday night game. And then that closes out the regular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and it. And then we can do a, a restart for the playoffs, give you guys a chance to, to win. Do give we, us a chance. Yeah. Do we really want to do the Saturday games? Because neither of these games matter. Okay, then no. So on Saturday, yeah, for because the, of the Titans. Time, well, if the, okay, yeah, let's just move forward. Let's just go to Sunday. So Sunday, it's the Lions in Green Bay with Green Bay giving up four and a half. Where are they playing at? Uh, they're playing in Lambeau. Lambeau. I mean, they think if they win this, they're in, right? Yeah, so it's it's winning in, losing out. Yeah, Green Bay covers. Yeah, I have Green Bay. Nope, I'm taking the Lions. Good job, Al. I'm taking the Lions. Even though everything says don't take them, the Lions are not good away from Ford Field. They're not good outside. I'm still taking the Lions. That's a scary team. Nobody thought they would be this far, and they have some draft picks this year. That's a good team. My favorite coach. One of my favorite coaches he's is good. Dan Campbell. Dan him. Campbell's good. He he's a great players coach. Okay. So how about the uh let's see. Let's how well, about how about the Ravens Bengals game? Cuz this game means a little something. Uh, it's going to be Bengals that, favored by 10. When's that game? Uh Sunday at 12. Where's it at? In Cincinnati. The thing that kind of rattles me is I just don't know if the players are mentally. I guess when you get on the field, all that's out the window. But they just. It still has to be in the back of their mind, the kind of little shell shot. I think they win out if they cover. And, you know. I'm going to say Bengals win, but don't cover. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things about this, about this incident, this injury, this horrific situation. This wasn't an injury of of a normal variety. This wasn't a you blow out a you blow out an ACL. Yeah. It, it wasn't even a you know with Joe Theismann you you just yeah. broke his leg. This was this was somebody almost dying in a freak accident. This yeah. was a tackle that we see dozens of times in a game. And I actually said this to to one of my other friends. I actually have other friends that. I'm surprised this has never happened before. Yeah. Um, with the amount of hits that are taken, and not just uh, with receivers and defensive backs, but can you imagine the, the – uh, I'm, I'm thinking between the tackles, the linemen, how, how many blows they give each other yeah. that we don't see. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot. It's and, a violent sport. Now, I, I joked uh, probably 10 podcasts ago that, you know, that you just put hankies in the back pocket of the Pro Bowl, and guess what? Are we at a point, and 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 I'm being totally serious, where we need to maybe put two flags on the back of their hips? No, no, no. It's flag football in the NFL. It's it's a gladiatorial combat. Football is competitive violence. I'm talking 20 years down the road when these guys are weighing 350, and and we would we have ever said that there would be the Pro Bowl where they'd be wearing hankies in the back pocket? do, Do either of you watch UFC? Yes, I'm surprised no one's died in that. To be honest with you, I and that was something I wanted to bring up too about this injury. This this particular injury doesn't have has only happened like once or twice in boxing where no. people are actually hitting each no. other. It's it's competitive violence. It's the sport. The sport only changes when the pipeline of talent coming into the sport 
dries up because parents don't want to see their kids play a sport that could result in life altering injuries. And I think you've seen that now through the years. Yeah. But, but, but I think, and, 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 and I'll, and I'll call into question my particular side of the political aisle, you know, a lot of left leaning liberal pinkos are looking at this as a way NFL should be banned. It shut the hell up. Yeah. They already took away my dog racing. Now they're working on the horses. Well, no, there are some dog racing you can go at. There's some, they just shut down Southland. And the only one left now is uh, Wheeling in West Virginia. The the the, pro- the problem with dog racing is a lot of those dog racing operators weren't doing the right by the dogs. Yeah. Now, that being said, I actually knew Greyhound trainers years ago. Yeah. They The thing that's lost is they love their dogs. Yeah. The, the ones that were doing it the right way right. love their dogs. And others were just abusing the animals. Yeah. Well, so, not to get too far off topic, well, who do you like? Bengals or Ravens? That didn't sound like an answer. That sounded like a big sigh. I Cincinnati's favored by 10. Ravens aren't going to play play Lamar Jackson. I don't know what Lamar Jackson Huntley's, is doing. Huntley can get hot. He's not that bad. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you want as a Ravens fan. Our quarterback is not that bad. <laughs> He's kind of like a Henneke for the well, commanders. You just don't know who's going to show up. He can light I, it up or really stink it up. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals to win this game. I, I don't even think cover. I, I, I think it, where the emotions go on this game is going to be interesting for me. Mm-hmm. But give me the Bengals, and the Bengals are going to kick their ass. You? Thanks. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about the Bengals. Um, no, not the Bengals. Well, you know, the beauty of this is I already won our league championship so it doesn't matter if i so, win or lose but who are you taking i took the Bengals. uh I, I took the raven the Bengals, but the ravens cover so i guess i got the ravens to cover okay yeah speaking of blown leads my buckeyes two two times they had 14 point leads and i just knew in the back of my head if you've been a lifelong buckeye fan you just you just know that how are we going to lose it? I was surprised. I was surprised at their play. I, they they hung in that game. They did really really well. Yeah, they gave it up the end, but it's Georgia. But you know a factor in the game, and it's funny because uh, did you see the Marvin Harrison Jr. play? To me, that looked like targeting. He left the game at eight minutes into the fourth. That was a difference maker. But that tells you how much. Uh, everybody takes head injuries seriously. Because I guarantee you 10 years ago, they would have strapped him back, the helmet back on. He would have been back on the field because yeah, he was he, walking around. He was talking. He was asking yeah. to go back in multiple yeah. times. And that's, and that's where I that's think the difference. And that's where I think football doesn't go away. Football learns how to get this stuff right. Yeah. And doing stuff like that, because 20, 30 years ago, if you're at practice and a kid goes down with a blown out knee or even hell, a broken leg, you move the pile 15 (laughs) yards and you let the medical people deal with them and then you go play. The the key thing with that game was when uh, an assistant coach from up, up top Notice that the punting team was oh lined God. up. It was. It didn't look right. So he he calls downstairs, yeah. and at that point, uh, when they communicated, the the coaching job was phenomenal. They call timeout. No one hears it. 
So Kirby Smart's in that referee's face, like, look, I called him out. They look at it like, yes, you did. He's it, running. He's oh, running. Although the debate, best timeout, best timeout in college was, football history. Yes, that although was the, coaching. The debate in Buckeye Land, I, that was an awesome call from upstairs to recognize that. That that they won the game upstairs. Yeah. Uh, but well, no, no, I, you, you continue. I'm going to come back on this yeah, because be, there's one more. Because there's some blame <laughs> on the Buckeye side, but continue, please. Pushing back. Uh, old boss, yeah. pushing back. Uh, so, uh, anyway, you'd have to work at our, for, our employer to get that one. Um, shit, I lost my thought. No, we, we, no, no but, oh, so... So there's some debate in Buckeye land now. I I'm okay with it. I think that the call was right, but you're supposed to technically, no matter if you do this, you've got to get the officials' attention before the play goes off. Typically, well, the other thing is, is you and, shouldn't and, have and more than I, eleven players on the field. <laughs> there you go. And that, then, wasn't, that wasn't the call. They didn't it, call wasn't the call it. it wasn't but, the call, but did Ohio State have twin, 12 players on the field? They did. That I don't know. Uh, yes, you do. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, they did. Who cares? Yes, they did. And yeah. then the best call of them all <laughs> was that kicker from Ohio State. They called another timeout, and I and when got when I first saw him go out there the first time, man, his shoulders were up, and then they called that timeout. I was thinking to myself, the Kirby Smart just called, oh, my God, he's icing this guy. And you could see it in his face. I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's getting to this kicker. And when he kicked it, that thing went from – it wasn't even a knuckleball. It, it affected him mentally. And that, you know what? I feel bad for the that, kid. That kid's yeah. legs, because I've been paralyzed with sports fear before, and it just feels like your legs are 25 pounds of weight you're I'm sorry. You're 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 not an elite level football player playing for a top tier elite level college football team. I'm sorry. You're not playing for Jacksonville State and this is the first time you've been on ESPN. Come on. This, you're the kicker for Ohio State. You're the kicker for you you you're a 19-year-old kid with the weight of Buckeye land on your shoulders. And the Go kick, back to the farm then. The, the kick told me. <laughs> the kick told me the kid was paralyzed with fear. I could have again going back to Kirby Smart. What a game that he coached! Great, absolutely. Yeah. I think Ryan Day actually coached a good game for once. He oh no, no, I no, there were, there were that both. was there were, way better than he has. And, before. and and that was the one. And that was my takeaway from the weekend. Best CFP semifinals yes. ever. It was awesome. Before this weekend, average margin of victory in a CFP semifinals, 21 points. Yeah. I cannot wait. And we got two great games. We did. And on the side note with that, with TCU. Hats uh, off. Man, TCU, I don't think they're going to win Monday coming up. I know that the line is uh, minus 12 and a half, but I think TCU covers that. And as of this morning, TCU last year in the portal uh, received 11 or 12 transfers that that elevated this team but did you see what they just picked up i think it's either three or four as of yesterday from alabama one of them meaning a running back and the other one is brockmeyer the uh their father played at ut and they thought they were going to all go to ut but these guys decided to go to alabama now brockmeyer is transferring to tcu tcu's got a Sonny Dykes got he's got them rolling so tcu's my somebody be reckoned my hats off to tcu I, I am a Harbaugh fan, and I think Harbaugh might be leaving Dodge because there's some, spectrum, some violations. Under, there's breaking news are under investigation. Oh, yeah. 
So he may do a Pete Carroll. Yeah, and, that's and, exactly I, who I'm thinking Bob, of. Bob, just Bob mark it there because Bob, yesterday when I was reading that, they, they were giving everybody, oh, no, he's not going anywhere. He was just, but now with that with that news, all, they are under investigation. It was during the period of COVID, and the top name is Jim Harbaugh. So he might be going to Carolina. Yeah. And and they say Denver. Denver threw up back. Denver, Carolina, up. either one of them. Said so they backed up the Brinks truck in Denver. Oh, well, I don't think anything gets well talking about backed up, I am sorry. Yes, I am a Harbaugh fan. That was a touchdown. That reception on the goal line, which they ruled down before they reached the goal line, that was a touchdown. Now, don't fumble the next ball, you idiots. Well, but that was a touchdown. Well, like Buckeye Land, they just – that was one play, but they were in the red zone so many times. They, they Yeah. They, they should have – I hate to always say that they should have, but – they actually should have won that game by two scores, in my opinion. Well, as many times what as I was were. what I was thinking, and and my my storyline towards the back end of that game was Michigan is going to out TCU TCU. Mm-hmm. They they were going to spot him and then come back, and they almost did. They just spotted them too much. Yeah. I remember back in October, someone said, "Oh, it was me." Don't forget about TCU. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Thank you. I'm going to enjoy that pizza, by the you've way. You've been touting Sunny Dykes since. Sunny who? Sunny Dykes. Dykes. So don't, don't get yeah. started again. So so segueing to something we've talked I love about Sunny on the, Dykes. So segueing into something that we've talked about on the show. I know, Drew, you love yourself some slap league. Some slap league. Dude, that shit is just the fucking it's addicting. Yeah, did, but does it, who runs I, that? I YouTube did, that. But. Did you know that TBS was gonna start carrying the professional power slap league. I didn't, but I'm I'm on board, man. Well, they were set to debut. trash heaven. They were set to debut on January 11th, but they pushed it back a week. Do you know why? Because Dana White, the head of the power slap league, decided to start the power slap league just a little too soon, and did he slapped his wife? Well, maybe oh maybe they were practicing. Well, they were they were practicing with each other. Yeah, I mean, what a way to... He to slapped promote. his wife. After she slapped him. So they were promoting um, the sport. Maybe it was a big promo. See, it got people talking about it. Oh, my God. Speaking of slaps and injustices, we were talking about this, Max, in the car. Um, we got to get to the point now where you don't have to live the life of a of a priest to worry about your job. This Chris Beard thing, uh, if I was on ESPN, I'd probably be suspended or fired for what I'm about to say. But you know what? Everybody takes domestic violence seriously. Everybody takes things that have happened in people's past seriously as a reference for hiring. But this guy should not have lost his job over an allegation. And if we're at the point now where I'm getting ready to accept a head coaching job or a high-profile sports job and I got to worry about... Man, I urinated on the side of a building back in 1984 and was arrested for a public intox. Yeah. I am. I am. It's, it's becoming I'm, trolling now. I'm. I'm with you, and I'm not with you. Okay. I'm with you that stuff like this, we should allow stuff like this to to get to some different point in the criminal justice system or all that. However, Chris Beard. 
yeah, they said they terminated him for cause, but his lawyer is going to get around that. He's going to file a lawsuit to get the full contract value, and they're going to settle on some some other number. He's walking away with millions of dollars. Now, and, and what Texas is doing is they're basically paying that money out for PR. They exactly. do, they do not want the PR backlash against them. And they're saying, we're going to pay it. That's marketing dollars. But at what point do they stand up for their coach and say, have a statement where for PR, they, they're totally against domestic violence. But at the end of the day, before they make a decision, this has to play out in the court of law and give the guy due process because he still can't get his reputation back for being fired. If this if this is in the off season, I think it's a little bit easier. But in the in the midst of a season, I think a it's a little bit season. harder. But I, if if I was king of the world, I would have said suspend him. With and suspend him, give him the minimum salary of the minimum salaried person at UT. That's that's your pay right now, and if and if we determine or you determine or whatever determines, we'll pay you all the back pay. But right now we're paying you a minimum amount to live your life, but you're suspended. Do not come around the kids until this plays out in the court. Yeah. I would have been okay with that, and, and I think that's what they should have done. And what I'm worried about is you know sports trolling where everyone's so scared of being on the wrong side of of a woke. Well, this isn't a woke cause, but being on the wrong side of a cause that they immediately fired the guy. You know? Yeah. Because with you, with that point there on December 12th, he was arrested because there was a phone call made by his uh, fiance, Randy last name is, I think it's T R E W. She allegated she, when he was, uh, when that phone call first arrived and the officers arrived there, uh, the information they were given is that um, he was choking her from behind. Uh, he bit her and he hit her. And then she, the fiance, releases a statement on the 23rd, says, no, she denied all that information that the cops were, uh, that they stated, the officers, she denied that. She says, he never choked me. That's not true. She's denying all that. And at this point, uh, Chris Beard has said from day one until even yesterday, uh, he was acting in self-defense. So that'll never come back. Now he's looked upon as someone who attacked another human being Regardless, if he did it, okay, then yeah, yeah, he should be fired if he did it. But if he didn't do it, he should be fired. Yeah, why well, got one? Th- better that's for that's you. where I have a problem. It's well, I, I do too. And and I understand how the law works, What's, guys. Trust me, I understand how the law works. I'm sitting here telling you, I understand how the law works. It is not fair because the public, we we have the media. It's 2023 now. With the media, the way it plays out, it plays out there first before anything else. It's, it's not fair. Yeah. Then you got it's, the sports trolls. I mean, it, it's a little bit of trolling, but there is part of it too for me that if you're making millions of dollars, your your code of conduct, how you how you present yourself and how you act in this world is different than the guy that's making minimum wage down on the dock. Okay. So be, be, because if the guy on guy making minimum wage down on the dock is arrested for this, given the same fact circumstances, he's gone and we're not talking about it. Okay. So let me push back a little bit. You're okay. the, uh, you're the down on the dock guy. It's 30 years ago. You've been married for 20 years, have four kids, but you were in a bar with your girlfriend at the time you kick her in the shins, and oh. now you're being investigated. You're the U.S. soccer coach. 
That was over what over twenty years ago. Twenty five years Again. ago, eighteen years old, kicking the person who became his wife. So how do you feel about that? That's what I'm talking about. If you want to dig into people's past or present and just find the, the most minutiae, you're going to find it on everybody. Well, and it's getting to the point where that's that's where I'm. It's a disturbing yeah, trend. It's, it, it is a little bit of a disturbing trend. I'll bring one example out after I finish this thought on on Burhalter. Burhalter was at the end of his contract, so now this is going to be a situation. He's not going to be fired. I don't think he'll be coming back. But if you're if you're Reina, whose mom or his dad's wife, I forget exactly their familial relationship there, is the one that threatened to put this out and then put it out. It's if you're if you're Reina, yeah. Do you are you ever able to walk into a locker room and not have this stink over you? Nope. Not no no no. I mean, th- that should have been talked about. Why 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 let that why let that come out? I mean, why now? Because I mean, the intentions were because you didn't let my son play. Uh, he has a bad attitude. He didn't want to play. Come on, dude, suck it up. That's fine if you're playing middle middle school soccer. I understand. This is the U.S. Men's National Team. Dude, wear your pants the way you're supposed to. You have a pair. All right, act like you have that pair and don't let. Another person, this in this case, his mom, go out there and do this. Is like, what is what do they gain from this? What changes? Now he's viewed as when he walks into that locker room, does he have my back? You know what? I really don't want to play with you. You're not the type because of person I want to play with. Mom, come on, dude. <laughs> Though, kind of the where does this end? And I don't know if it does end. Just recently, uh, actors who were in Romeo and Juliet who are now in their seventies who were in Romeo and Juliet, acted in Romeo and Juliet when they were teens. So this is 40, 50 odd years ago, are now suing the studio for child sexual abuse. See, the shit's getting really Orwellian, man. I, I don't well, know. no, I mean, at, 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 at some point you have to say, you know, it's been five, it's been 10 years. And, and quite frankly... And, and, and uh, I'd imagine yeah. there were, probably was a lot of abuse back then, but at some point we've got to start addressing stuff real time or just say at this point it's it's past the statutes of limitations and we can't really verify the the authenticity of it you know yeah and to bow tie this all around whether it's man on woman woman on man man on man woman on woman domestic violence beating up on somebody is not good absolutely not tolerated absolutely well, what we do tolerate, if you stuck around, is sports trivia. And I've got a pair. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> okay. Guys, if you've never played along, uh, do so. We ask each other questions. It's single elimination. and It's not a team participation sport. There's only one winner. And, and we have had some comments that our questions and answers may be out of date a little bit. So we're endeavoring, we are efforting now to get more up-to-date rule cards. So if our rulings are wrong, we're sorry. Yep. Sorry, I've got my glasses. I can barely read. Um, go ahead, Max, why don't you start us off? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, is this going to Bob? <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll go this way and then this way. Okay. Uh, All right, Bob. Uh, We're going to go baseball. No, we're going to go college basketball. The ball is kicked out of bounds by the defensive player. Should, uh, Should the shot clock be reset? 
No. It is yes. Really? <laughs> okay. Well, okay, Drew. <laughs> All right, Rob, you want to ask me a question since you're, you're toasty? Sure, golf. All right. John is about to hit his shot from the bunker when a pine cone falls from a tree and lands directly behind the ball. May he remove the pine cone? Could you re give reform the question, make it in the form of a question, use it in context. Repeat it one more time. (laughs) John is about to hit his shot from the bunker when a pine cone falls from a tree and lands directly behind the ball. May he remove the pine cone. So having played golf uh, as long, yes, he can remove that. Absolutely. He can move debris. He can move a pebble in the sand. No. Yeah, I, I thought I, I so. I don't believe that. Yeah. That's why I said we need updated cards. Because- well, no, I, I, I think there's more information oh, here. Wait, is if, it, it, oh, wait it, a minute. Is it, it in the bunker, you said? The sand trap. Yes. Yeah, he said, he said that. Okay, I screwed up. Uh, that is correct. I, I, I didn't. Listen. <laughs> Now, if it outside the sand trap. See, no, see, there's not enough information in this question. Because I think the rule is if you move something and the ball moves, that's a penalty. That's a penalty. Gotcha. You can't can't remove anything out of the. uh, Yeah. Get Jeff Extra on the hotline. (laughs) Though, Though I was wondering the other reformulation. If your playing partner throws the pine cone behind the ball, can you remove it and then beat your playing partner over the head with said pine cone? I think I think the word bunker well, was the key word. For the win, no pressure. Well, I'll just this, this is a forty-yard field goal for okay. the national championship. Okay, all you gotta do is kick it, and you're in. All you gotta do is get this question right. Don't don't call the timeout. <laughs> and don't get. Or get those heavy feet, all right? Don't, don't leave your jerseys in the hotel room. Oh, yeah, A&M. You want to call a timeout in the middle of the question? <laughs> I can barely see because my – you know what? I can't see. You want to ask a question? Sure. I forgot my freaking glasses. <laughs> so we are calling a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ice packs. Uh, <laughs> uh, baseball. Okay. Okay, catcher's throw strikes the hitter's bat as he attempts to throw out a base stealer. Is the ball dead? Yes. No. Well, God, we all suck. Wait a minute. Okay. So so the catcher has the ball, and he throws it and hits the batter. Hits the bat. Oh, the bat. Man, you you, you guys don't listen. We don't listen. I've been told that before. (laughs) No. By a lot of people. So what happens if the ball hits the bat and then... So it's a live ball? It's a live ball. Oh, okay. So, but but let me ask you guys this question. You're warming up for your basketball game, and you realize your game jerseys are still in the <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> Do you, A, play in your practice jerseys, and A, one, is it allowed? Or B, go to your ho- go back to the hotel room, get the game jerseys, appear at the game 15 minutes late, get a delay of game, and get teed up for a technical, <laughs> for a administrative technical foul. You know what? what? There's so many Aggie jokes. We There, there has to be a joke punchline on that one. <clears throat> well, the, the one punchline, I, I don't recall the Aggies coach's, coach's name, Williams, I think, something like that. Man, that guy, and and going back to to Hamlin, the folks that we have running 
programs generally, these are great men and women, great leaders. What did that coach for A&M do? Because it wasn't his fault. It was some student manager (laughs) who's who's now (laughs) the butt of all the jokes at A&M. It was his fault. The coach said, my fault. That's class. Jerseys were in my room. Good for him. My fault. Class. That's, that's good. called taking ownership. Yep. So well, hats off to them, even though, what do you call somebody with an IQ of 120 in College Station? <laughs> Visitor. Oh, my God. Uh, we're going to wrap it up with College Station. And, uh, uh, yeah, Jimbo Fish, Fisher's got an offensive coordinator now. He better he better win next year or he's gone. Yeah. Okay. We better wrap up before I have a taste of saggy joke. Guys, we had a lot of fun. Hope you participated in our questions. We didn't get them right. Hopefully you did. But until next week, uh, OH. Well, except you have to wait till next year for that. Let's go. Horn Frogs. (laughs) Bye. Let's go. 